Hello, this is uh, Namtab. I play the character of Gary Megalad Archer. So this is just a little bonus uh, for those of you who are interested in my changing character class. So previously I was playing the Nova. However, with the events of the end of, I guess, the Rival Arc, I don't know what we're calling it, I leveled up sufficiently to take a change in playbook and picked the Doomed. The Doomed is a character who <laughs> is pretty self-explanatory. The character is doomed. Something about your powers dooms you. It's just a matter of time before your doom comes for you. Until then, though, you've got a nemesis who needs fighting and a world that needs saving. After all, it's better to burn out than fade away. So, when you level up and change your playbook, the rules of the game say that you lose anything other than what you negotiate with your games master. In this case, um, Kalon. So, first up, I guess I'll start with the labels. When you change playbook, you go back to a standard plus three uh, label set. Kalon agreed that I should keep one with an extra plus one and also locked. So in, in this case, I've locked my danger. My stats are currently danger three, freak two, safety zero, superior minus one, mundane zero. So broadly similar to what I had before. I retain influence over the team and am influenced by all adults and every member of the team except for Switch as of um, the latest downtime episode. That hasn't changed. It's between arcs so I've got no conditions. When creating the Doomed I keep my character and I'm keeping most of my basic abilities with the exceptions of the butterfly effect power that's kept me invulnerable up till now and the ability to transfer between dimensions. Other than that, I retain sort of the beams, the super strength, the flight, things like that. I have also retained an adult move, which is wield your powers. And because I previously played the Nova, Kalon agreed to let me keep basic burn and flares. So from the Nova I carried over the moves Overcharge, Boost, Moat and Snatch. Later on I can earn an advancement to get three more. Uh, finally I've carried over my drives. The remaining two I have are to kiss someone dangerous and to earn the respect of a hero I admire. Next up with the Doomed, you have to choose a nemesis. I'm not going to state it here in the podcast because um, I'm going to be identifying it fairly early on. In fact, it's going to be in, as of the time of recording, the next episode, the start of the next arc. So you'll learn a lot more about him then. For now, he's Megalad Prime, is his name. The mechanics of identifying the nemesis are at the end of every session, we have to answer the question, did I make progress on defeating the nemesis? If I did, I mark potential. If I don't, I do something which I will explain in a second. With, with the Doomed, 
there, the special mechanic with the Doomed is called the Doom Track because if eventually the Doomed will die. The Doom Track is a means of tracking that. There are five ticks on the Doom Track. Every time I fill five ticks, I gain a Doom Sign, which I'll talk about in a sec. There's various things that fill a Doom Sign. I have to choose two after creating the character. The two Doom Signs I have chosen are Showing Mercy and Injuring Innocence. Doing either of those two things will bring me one step closer to Doom. I also mark a tick on the Doom track if I answer no, I didn't make progress to battling my nemesis. Now, Doom signs, which I mentioned, are abilities that come to me with my approaching Doom. After filling five Doom signs, I gain a new ability. After gaining all of the Doom signs, the next thing I mark is my Doom arrives. When my Doom arrives, that means I have to confront it and perish. Unless we can beat it, in which case I take a new character playbook. The Doom sign I've taken to begin with is Dark Visions. I mark my Doom track to have a vision about the situation at hand. After the vision, I ask the GM a question, they have to answer it honestly. This comes, as I say, at the price of marking a Doom track, and that's the case for all of the Doom signs. There are four remaining Doom signs, and then the Doom arrives, so I have a total of 25 uses of the Doom track. Finally, um, with the new mechanics, is the Sanctuary. You have a place where you can rest, recover, and reflect upon your powers. Choose and underline three features of your Sanctuary. My Sanctuary is the team's base. I have marked it as having a powerful computer, useful tools, and a cool robot. I have to write two downsides of the Sanctuary. I wrote it's tied into my doom, and Megalad Prime would absolutely know about the Sanctuary. It's also fairly easily accessible. As per the end of the last episode, villains can easily identify it. Certainly Silver Skeleton was able to find it. It doesn't help when we summon a big robot over the area. I also noted that Robin never tidies, which for me is a downside. They need to keep the place clean if they're living there. The mechanics of the Sanctuary is I can call upon the resources of the Sanctuary to solve a problem. I say what I want to do and the GM gives me one to four conditions I must fulfill. The conditions are first you must blank. You will need help from blank. You and your team will risk danger from blank. The best you can do is a lesser version, unreliable and limited. You'll need to mark one box on your Doom track. You'll have to obtain blank. In order to get the uh, problem solving solution, I have to fulfill the conditions. Finally, the moment of truth is that the prickly tingling feeling of your doom, always in your head. It holds you back most of the time, but right here, right now, it gives you the confidence to do anything. After all, what's the worst that could happen? Is it worse than your doom? Do impossible things, do anything, but mark a doom sign after you're finished. My team moves are, when you share a triumphant celebration with someone, give them influence over you and spend a team from the pool to clear one box on your doom track. When you share a vulnerability or weakness with someone, 
Give them influence over you and ask if they honestly think there's hope for you. If they say yes, mark potential or clear one box of your doom track. If they say no, mark a condition or mark your doom track. You'll see this come into play in the first episode of The Doomed. That's everything you need to know, advancements and other stuff we'll cover as we come into it. The broad difference between The Doomed and The Nova will be that I'm going to be less able to create new powers out of the fly. Using The Doomed will require me to hone the things I already have. That's with one exception, which is I'm going to be gaining precog powers, because that's relevant to the role. I hope you found this interesting, and I hope you're enjoying the podcast so far, and I'll see you guys in the next episode.